What is up, everybody? Josiah Leroy here. We are talking about Logan today. It is the spoiler cast. So again, obviously, spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, do not listen to this podcast because we are going to tear everything apart. No pun intended. Uh, to my right, <laughs> the the grumpiest geek of all, Peter. How are you, Petey? Good. Good, good, good. Uh, I feel like a morning radio guy in two o'clock on the drive home. Uh, also joining us for the first time, Justin Silvas. How are you, buddy? Good. Thanks, Josiah. We're happy to have you. And to his right, <laughs> the lovely Chelsea Silvas, Chelly T3, a lot of nicknames already. Tuna. 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 I am the tuna. You're not uh, Tina, though. Correct. Okay. And also... You don't look anything like Bill Parcells. That's a good thing. We have Jamie Leroy. Boring. That's me. What's up, Jimbo? Oh, hello. (laughs) Pete hates it all of a sudden. He's always hated it. Anyway, uh, with Logan, uh, we want to jump into a little bit of the details here. Uh, Jim, what do you got for box office numbers? So opening weekend, we're about a week after this has released at this point. Looks like opening weekend it made eighty eight point four million. Domestically, I think. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also What? Total lifetime gross for domestic is a hundred and twenty five million. Okay. Yeah, which how how long has it been out, you said? About a week? A week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's insane. If you add in foreign it is worldwide their number is 315.9 million so pretty good so that's pacing a little bit behind but a little bit behind the marvel cinematic universe films but it sounds like that's going to continue to to stroll along because i think the word of but mouth prob- on this is awesome yeah but probably not pacing behind the like the ant-man the doctor strange stuff probably pacing behind the it'll be middle of the pack and uh, Avengers, the Avengers, the Avengers, the, uh, the Avengers, and uh, you know the Cap movies that are that are more epic. Yep, like this one wasn't an epic. You know what I mean? No, and I liked it, and I've talked with a bunch of people on it, and and it feels like it is a film that just happens to be set in the X Men universe or the superhero universe, if you will, which is nice as opposed to the superhero epics that we've been getting. There's a little more more meat to this story, a little more depth in some cases. But that's what I'm liking about. I mean, quite frankly, I'm kind of getting over those big epics. New York City can only be destroyed so many times, uh, you know, Washington, Amen. D.C. So I'm I'm actually enjoying Doctor Strange was, at least in that one, when they, they destroyed it, like they put it back together again. It, it, you know what I mean? That's so. what I think is funny about that show Powerless is that they're making fun of the fact that the cities are always torn apart all the time. Take your hand off that mic. <laughs> all right. Sorry. <laughs> you can hold the base. What an amateur. Right. Anyway, yeah. Yes, we are. Good point. Uh, so Seth reviewed it for us. He's not here, clearly, but he gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Critically, that is pretty in line with what I've been seeing for the majority of this. Uh, why don't we jump into first reactions? I want to save Pete's. Uh, Jamie, what did you think of this overall? And you've seen every X-Men film. I have, Okay. surprisingly enough. So... <laughs> Overall thought? Um, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, wasn't my favorite. I, I mean, I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it. Mostly just I'm not a huge fan when it's... Um, I don't, I don't want to say this. I, I don't want to sound dumb, but like all the violence. I, I felt like 
it took away a little bit for me. I feel like that was there line. because they saw that it worked with Deadpool. Maybe. I totally feel like that. Yeah. I totally feel like we got to the point now where it's like, oh, we can make R-rated superhero movies, so let's just do it because we can. Oh, okay. also the number of F-bombs, which, like, yeah, I didn't it's not that. a big deal for most people, but I just felt like a lot of it wasn't necessary. A little bit over the top. It wasn't the worst thing, but, well, yeah. I like, like, Again, I don't like Professor I X that, saying that all the time. That was one of Adam's big problems. He was like, he'd never say that. No. De- degenerative brain disease or not, he would never say it that. It didn't feel right. Like, it's different in Deadpool. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with Logan saying it. I, you know, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's like I, on I par. Mean, that, he's like you in superhero form, he, man. He's like that was. He's totally <laughs> the original Grumpy Geek. He is. Wolverine, old, old man, yeah. old man Grumpy. Yeah, he's totally. Wolverine has always been the Grumpy Geek. So yeah, he's just angry. Oh, totally. I just had a great idea for the thumbnail for this. We'll revisit that at the end. <laughs> yes, I can see it in your head. He, yeah, bald he, cap. He and I look a lot alike with our shirts off too. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> We're coming to Chelly next. Chelly, what did you think of this movie? Um, I thought it was really good. I haven't seen every single X-Men, but I've seen a lot of them. Okay. And Wolverine's my favorite character. Um, but I love the little little Laura. Like I feel like she's brought a different dynamic and it was so raw. And the, yeah. the end just like duh. Rips your heart out it, yeah. and stabs it. It was tough. And it was with awesome. an adamantium claw. Yes, but I loved it. Actually, the more I've thought about it, the more I like it. Yeah. Because it is it's so heart-wrenching. Yeah. I may or may not have cried at the very end. <laughs> I, I think. And it was okay because I was just mad that he was Yeah. gone. Sure. Angry tears. Angry, yeah, but yeah. also it was beautiful because he finally got what he wanted. He has a really good theory. You should talk to him. Okay, no. Next. Well, yeah, he's here so that, we can do that. That will happen. Uh, he being Justin. That's right. So Justin, what? Justin being me. <laughs> what? Uh, what overall? I'm here, guys. Guys, uh, I'm right here. What? What did you think of the movie overall? I want to hang on to the theory for a little sure, bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. I would approve of this 9.5 out of 10 rating. Um, and like Jim uh, has said, it's 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 not my favorite. He's movie a ever. <laughs> it's uh, you know in, because guys. it's it's in its own it's on its own world literally. Um, it's not just a standalone movie. There's there is a story that we know from other films, um, but the, like Chelsea or Tuna was saying, there's a lot to be said about just how raw it was. Like it was a, a, a more natural feel to to the X Men series. You you felt like you were watching people as opposed to these characters. Um, yeah. This this raw side of Logan that we get to see, we get to see um, him in the future, 2023, I think. We were thinking 2029. 2029. Was it nine? I think, maybe. You you could be right. At one point, they referenced the car. Was it 2024? (laughs) By the way. Was it it was 24? It was a 24. So that might be the year then. But they were like, it's a 24 Buick. Like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Because we haven't eclipsed that. Because when we say 24 Buick, we're thinking 1924. (laughs) Exactly. It's pretty cool. But yeah. yeah, but um, just just the energy that you get in the movie—it's just it never stops. And even when there's no action, there's just there's always something that you're absorbing. There's always something that you're like, "What's going on here? What's going on in his head?" Uh, and, you, and just the amazing relationships that are built between these characters, uh, as opposed to the other X-Men movies, which have just you know a countless array of these characters that you have to follow their stories. It you lose uh, a relation, a relational element between characters because there's too many, and it's it's just hard to fit two hours worth of plot lines and uh, you know just hundreds of plot lines together. Um, but with with Logan, you get these 
awesome relationships between like Professor X and uh, Laura and Caliban, and it's just there's so much more to be drawn from that because there's so f- there's fewer characters to have to focus on. Um, and another one of uh, a point I would like to make about this film, which I th- I really appreciate, and something that John Wick kind of captured too, was they they abandoned the need for a a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. A lot of films stress that far too much, and it's not entirely necessary. And um, something I've learned is that, yes, every story is a love story in some way, but it doesn't have to be romantic. I agree with that totally. And we talked a little bit about that in some of our um, video episodes on the Geekiverse when it was uh, Beauty and the Beast and the, the reboots for Disney. So it's, that's a great point. I mm-hmm. couldn't agree more. Yeah, and I just think um, they handled it really well. And we got to see a lot of... Uh, uh, development with Logan and um, his relationships with Professor X and and yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. They the, f- the fact that he was the person that was taking care of uh, Xavier in his in his last days, mm-hmm. you know, like that would just not be um, would not at all be if you thought about the characters, you would think that would be more Jean Grey, or you would think that that would be more. Uh, you know somebody else because he's just not the nurturing kind of guy. He's not at all. You know, like As we see. right. I love that dynamic. Those two just being kind of so. I mean, really grumpy together and like take your medicine. Show me you took your medicine. Like that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Grumpy old men. You know? <laughs> That's exactly. You know, like there was there was kind of like this this. I don't know. That was that was what this movie was about. So, what did you think overall of it? Um, and you've seen all the X Men. I have. Okay, most. Multiple times, like I'm a huge fan of the film uh, X Verse, mm-hmm. and uh, it, uh, while not my favorite of the films, um, I, I certainly enjoyed it. But I'm not of the it's a nine nine point five film. I am. I, I thought there was parts of it. I thought it was too long. Uh, there were parts of it where I was like, "Oh, come on, let's get going." You know mm-hmm. that I, I think they could have trimmed it down a bit, and. Um, do you think part of that was maybe because this was the quote-unquote send-off? They Do I think they, they chose to make it longer because yeah. of that? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they just... Um, I, I got to imagine it's very difficult to be a film director of a huge film like that because, you know, you, you, you film 40 hours of, of usable film and then you have to turn it into two hours of usable film. So they're, you know, trying to decide what to cut and what not to cut, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, and quite frankly, I have no idea what I would have cut. I've only seen it once. So I have no idea what I thought was extraneous and could have gone. But I, I, I felt like it was a little bit too long. And, and uh, I, I didn't like, I, I didn't care about the language. I'm certainly no, um, you know, that doesn't bother me at all. But uh, I felt like going from what we've had up to this point to that, that's like zero to 60 is what a little it was. Overkill. Yeah. You know, we just, I just, um, I, I don't think, uh, Dr. X would be saying those things. No, I don't felt out of character. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was so, weird, but yeah. I mean, so you still liked it, obviously. Not, I did. I liked it a lot. Favorite X-Men movie. I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, you know, but it's just, it's, it's weird putting a, uh, putting a, a point value on these films and, and ranking them sometimes because they're, they're, uh, there's there's so many nice things about this, sure. But it just you know to me, overall wasn't a film that was a nine. Like you got to be a, you got to be a smoking film to be a nine in my book. Sure. 
so Seth wrote in his review, uh, a beautiful but bittersweet send-off for Wolverine and the old guard, as well as a launching pad for a hopeful future. A hopeful future. Um, excuse me. <coughs> I'm choking up reading this. Uh, no. <laughs> Logan is a near masterpiece that cuts through superhero movie conventions to the heart of who these characters are, the price they pay, and what defines them. A superhero has never received a better on-screen send-off than this, and it joins the ranks of the genre's all-time best, and is a perfect ending to Logan's saga. Clearly, Seth liked this film. Uh, he, like I said, 9.5. He ranked it as the greatest of the X-Universe films, and uh, I've had some conversations, so some with our Synthaholics buddies and some with uh, the Artful Gremlins pals that we have locally in Buffalo. Uh, a lot of people are saying, okay, this is, is this is up there with The Dark Knight and, and Spider-Man 2 as far as the, the all-time greats. Uh, Robbie Palmer said it was up there with uh, The Dark Knight and Deadpool, which I thought was kind of funny that he ranked Deadpool as one of the greatest. But uh, anyway, it's, it's doing very well critically. I enjoyed it. I have only seen, and this is a shocker, so get ready. I've only seen X-Men Apocalypse. In, in the X universe, I don't even know why you're here. I don't know why I'm here either. <laughs> like you can leave. Yep. Well, watching. All I'll see myself the, out. Watching all of the X Men movies was one of my geek resolutions for 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud because that's the no that was one of the two that I achieved. And so yeah, <laughs> seeing this one, I oh, felt, humble bragger over here. I f- <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I felt prepared for this one. Is what I was gonna say. See me. I I felt like. I knew everything I needed to know, and I didn't have to see those background movies or, or previous movies, and it didn't bother me in the least. This was a good movie to see by itself, in my opinion. I agree. I think, I mean, I have seen almost all but, I think, one of the X-Men films. Um, I agree that, like, you could definitely enjoy this film without seeing any of the others, for sure. Um, but I would say, um, to those who may not have seen it, to at least watch uh, Origins, is that what it's called, Wolverine Origins? Was that the one yes. that was yeah. about his backstory? Yeah. Yes. That was incredibly helpful to see. Okay. Just to see the the pain he's been through, just emotionally and physically, and get that kind of... Um, there was some pain for the audience in that one, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> like this whole, the whole second half of the movie. The whole yeah, first I half actually of the, first don't half remember the, movie, the second half of the movie, first and half I've seen the movie it about three times. Great. Yeah, and yeah. then and then the second half of the movie was terrible. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but to to just see that kind of um, the history of Wolverine, where he came from, his backstory, and uh, you know the the kind of emotions that are driving him in a story was was interesting. But it could be seen as a standalone film for sure. Uh, so getting into uh, some of the actors, obviously big names here, but we want to start with the smallest actor on screen, uh, Laura, played by Daphne Keene, and. Uh, Man, she she absolutely nailed it in my opinion. I know Pete and I talked air, off air that her most powerful bit of performing was when she didn't speak. She commanded a crazy amount of presence there without saying anything. I thought it was a very funny reveal that she could talk. Maybe she talked <laughs> a little too much after that, but her character, man, that's her first film. That's incredible. She was awesome. I yeah. look forward to more from her in the future. She's 11 years old. And she, I, if she wants to be, she's going to be the face down the road of the franchise, and maybe even yeah, sooner. But that's I, awesome. I'm not convinced of that. I'm not convinced that you can build a successful kid X Men. No, I think we're some time before yeah. we see it. Right. I, like, I'm not I just, saying they're going to film a sequel next year, but I, I mean, think down the line she's it. In uh, my opinion, I don't know. I I think that uh, you know you Google you Google X twenty three right now uh-huh. and she's a woman 
I don't think they build a franchise around those kids. I think that the next thing you see is them all growing up. I agree. Um, I can't see Hollywood being patient enough to wait for an actress to grow up I agree. to play the role. Oh, I agree. Um, yep, for sure. Until they do the multiple timeline thing again. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah. Or they can buy every, their every Tuesday night on Flash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, Chelsea, what did you think of her? I loved her because, <laughs> well... <laughs> I just, she was so, like, when she was, I was telling Justin, even after we saw it, when she was quiet, she did just command your attention. And she was so funny. Yeah. And, like, the relationship between her and the professor were just, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. I was like, they're so cute. (laughs) And how he would communicate with her. Yeah. And she didn't have to talk at all. Laura. (laughs) And it was almost like when, like, when he was gone, she had to speak because... Well, Logan was. Logan. Well, he was himself. Yeah, Logan was Logan. Yeah, but um, I yeah, I think even the point when she does start talking and she talks a ton and like never stops is kind of that hilarious. One scene was she's absolutely hilarious where she's yeah. screaming at him in Spanish. <laughs> he's like, "You talk," and he's trying to get her to talk, and then midway through her rant, he goes, "Shut up!" Basically, yeah. <laughs> like that, that was cracked, awesome. Crack me up. But she accomplished exactly what she wanted to. Like, yeah. she just knew everything that she wanted worked for her until the very end when he dies, and she's like, "No, no." That was tough. That was gripping, you know, or great. I don't know what I'm looking for, but it was, it was definitely tough to see that actually play out right but it was amazing like for sure it was amazing yeah yeah and they had for just such a little time they had together what was it like two weeks less than two weeks probably i think less but i don't know i can't remember i I seriously i mean i'd have to i'd have to watch it again but i seriously think you're talking about the the total length of the film is in days You know, from beginning to end. It's not weeks, it's days. He mentions week or something at some point, though. Yeah? yeah. Okay. That, that's something I did appreciate about, appreciate about the timeline of the film was you didn't feel like we were missing gaps in these relationships where, you know, a week goes by and we don't know exactly what happened between the characters. We got to see them develop pretty smoothly um, over just the course of a couple of days. You know what I loved about Laura is that she could drive. Yes! <laughs> She basically what? is like, no, 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 go to sleep. You know, I get the, the, it was amazing. The Seven Eleven, or I think that's where they were. The drugstore sequence, or, or whatever, was hilarious. <laughs> and she he, wants those sunglasses, man. <laughs> yeah, They're awesome. he comes in. What does he ask for? A phone charger? Yeah. Was it like that? Was hilarious. And they just walk away. Oh he my didn't gosh! End up paying for them though. He you kind like, of hey, assume he's going to pay that. for them. <laughs> You got a phone charger? Because he yells at her and says you can't do that, and then he just does it too. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, she's about to, to kill this poor cashier. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand. Um, so, obviously, the, the big names in Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart and the probable swan song for them here, um, I, I thought they both nailed their respective roles. No, no gripes on my end. Third gun. Yep. Yeah, they're done. I, I wouldn't say probable. There is no chance in the near future that um, the the X Men franchise is is leaving Fox and moving to Marvel. It's just not happening. It's actually it's, a little too successful as well. Right. It's it's you know it's successful, so it ain't moving. And Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman's been doing it for 17 years. It's insane to think about because you think, oh, you know, he's been doing this what eight nine years? Nope. 
yeah, 17 back years, pretty far. and the guy's still ripped, you know, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> he whatever, looks very young, whatever. too. <laughs> like, Huge I mean, He's not old, right. but and, he, he, yeah. And the and the thing is, you know, like, like he's at the point where he has to be done because the workouts that he has to do to be able to do these films is is just too much for a guy that's that age, you know. Like, I'm the old guy in this whole thing. You guys are all kids, and you could probably get up for that, but this guy's in his mid-40s now or something like that, and you're just not doing that anymore. And that's that's the same argument that Daniel Craig is having with the Bond stuff. It's yeah. not that he hates Bond. It's just that he's a 45-year-old guy or something like that, and he's just like, I can't do that anymore. These these films are beating me up, and he, you know. So I think that, that in my mind, Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine is the best casting of any, like, if, if you said to me, rank them, I, you know, like Robert Downey Jr., unbelievable as, as Tony Stark. Chris Evans, fantastic as Cap. Uh, George Clooney as Batman. Pa- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. I tried to read your mind there. We need that. We need that, like, that <laughs> screech sound effect right now. Yeah. You know, even even Patrick Stewart as, as Charles yeah. Xavier. Oh, yeah. Classic. You know, that's iconic. Totally. But there is not a better casting move in the superhero history of anything than Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. I smell an article. Mm. Mm. Ranked. I think you need to take over ranked. I'd like to rank the best superheroes ever. (laughs) Hugh Jackman. (laughs) One. Easiest article you've ever written. Ever. And you don't even explain. I don't even have to explain. Just Hugh Jackman. Done. Actually, I want to open that article and have it just be his face. Yeah, right. (laughs) Ranked. Best superhero ever. Done. Done. I think that has to be a thing. Poor Lou is like falling off his chair right now. Lou's like, no, don't do that. I built up the ranked brand. Lou and my franchise. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Hugh Jackman has also been in every X-Men movie. And he... (laughs) Even if it was only for one line. Yeah, and like... Or, yeah, if he didn't even say anything and just ran, ran around like a crazy man. But, um, <laughs> just run around also, like a crazy even man. in Deadpool, like, there was a mask of his face. Like, yeah. He's been in so many things. Uh, speaking of which, that's what I wanted to touch on. That intro was... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved that. And that was a nice tie-in, I thought. As soon as I heard the music playing in the earbuds, I'd go to Lord. I'm like, that's Deadpool. That's Deadpool. It was Deadpool. so uncomfortable. <laughs> it was so great. Oh, my gosh. As he was in the film And that's, like, quote-unquote, the trailer for Deadpool 2 which right. is kind of funny but I liked no, but it I was uncomfortable as you could hear the man like screaming someone must be hearing me someone help <laughs> oh my I like that he was going to see Logan also the movie that yes. was pretty awesome yes <laughs> um, that, that was a nice little cross promo they did it was it was good marketing subtle <laughs> very I guess, subtle I guess that was in replace of the uh, after credit scene exactly yeah. which we sat for even despite the fact that, that everything I read said there's no after credit scene I don't believe it never believe them never no don't trust I, I, but you know it's justified what else are they going to do I mean you leave on that note at the end of Logan I don't really want to see anything yeah, else really agreed. I stayed just in case but I didn't need it yeah even um, Batman versus Superman no that's not Marvel but last year we stayed and in the theater attendant beforehand they were trying to get people out he's like there, there's no after credit scene i was like i swear if i go home and find out there's an after credit scene I i'm gonna burning be- down this theater right here <laughs> you will I'm have no job. fire in a theater because i started it my face will be the last thing you see <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it got really dark morbid yep uh but 
overall uh, some fun stuff. I thought the humor bits in there were really nice because it is a darker movie, I think, in tone than most of the superhero films we've seen and probably most of the X-Men films, probably. Yeah, agreed. Just not, I haven't seen them. Well, it was like kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was totally darker than... Yeah. And I think it's, it was more relatable on a human level too. Except yeah. like the the other two Wolverine films are dark. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as that's well. true. They're in not, line with yeah. that. The uh, I was gonna say it, it reminded me totally too of what the Last of Us movie would be, which is the Last of Us. If you don't know, is a PlayStation exclusive game, one of their biggest franchises, and it, it's about uh, basically. It's like that's like exactly the plot of what I would imagine that to be. I don't want to give away too much if you haven't played the game. I know I don't have to worry about that with you. Yeah, I'm you never playing that game. You'll never play it. Mm-mm. But uh, it's a. I might never even walk by it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that I means. Wouldn't, I wouldn't even know where to find it to walk by it. That's good. That's good. But uh, yeah, so I think that would be a good one. Uh, probably getting towards wrapping up here justin what was what was your theory you wanted to mention before it's not really a theory it's just something i noticed on the drive home that okay. almost brought me to tears it was just <laughs> i like how emotional you guys are it's great <laughs> which was more emotional so it was really setting me off uh, i was trying to be the, the bigger man it was good um, that boy <laughs> wait way to take one for the man the team man. <laughs> we, we were we were nearing home in the car and i, I had this sudden realization i was like wait tuna what really called her Chelsea. He did not call me Tuna. Tuna. Her Chelsea. That nickname was born today, yes. by the way, so I don't think you said that. I'm trying hey, to get, like, move it in quick, putting it in the past. Okay, so I said, hey, Tuna, did you, have, did you realize how there's this awesome symbolism or metaphor or whatever for this dark copy full of rage of Logan, his own self, his younger, more rageful self, killing himself, which is in reference to... Throughout the whole film, we, we can see that Logan is intentionally killing himself through whatever it is, substance or just being reckless or whatever, not taking care of himself. But seeing this literal character in black contrasting mm-hmm. Logan's white tee that he had to wear because it's iconic, um, <laughs> killing himself. It's something to say about like this, this suicide kind of theme that they'd been bringing up. I Wow, yeah. That's awesome, man. I totally see that. That, that is well done. It's okay to cry. Just We're think about it a little that's more. That's why no one's talking right now. <laughs> yeah. I, Everyone turned their mics off. It's I'm, so ugly. T- I'm totally misting up. Yeah. That, wow. I like that. And it, yeah, it makes deep. sense with his character because he's always kind of felt like that. Mm-hmm. And he's been alive for how long? Hundreds of years? I'm s- just stuck for words right now because I'm just kind of running through my mind. Like, everything he just said there that's that's pretty awesome and you like and you even see through all the x-men's like he does he's always like beating himself up about something and he's always kind of so crazy and willing to risk his life and he finally well, gets what he wants. it's really not a risk because well, yeah, you know like you, die, just, you just kind of stand up straight and the bullets fall out of yeah, you kind of thing yeah. you know but you finally see him Must accomplish what he truly wanted all along, right. especially since things with Gene and whatever happened. Um, but he finally gets the peace that he wanted, and he gets that family that he never knew he wanted, which is like, what? I love when he called Charles his dad, Chuck. That was the <laughs> oh, greatest. Yeah. That was funny. That was great. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that, that was well done. Uh, wrapping up here, any final thoughts that you want to get across for the movie? Shelly. Or, so, oh, excuse me, Tuna. Whatever, I am. Um... So, just in response to everyone kind of hating on the fact that 
Um, Charles was kind of crazy and like dropping F-bombs and stuff. I'm a part-time therapist and I work with the geriatric population, people who have dementia and brain issues. Like it does actually change who you are as a person. So I totally thought they did a great representation of that Okay. because I work with people who before things happened in their mind were the sweetest, kindest, most intelligent people. And then they get older and dementia or whatever sets in and they try to hit me and like spit their dentures out in my hands and like swear at me and want me to go die. Um, sometimes they throw their walkers and it's terrifying. Um, but things like that, like that's real life. That's why I personally thought that that was a great representation of what truly happens with a degenerative brain disorder or type of thing. And and I'll say this, Patrick Stewart was incredible. Yeah, he was. This is true. With the direction that they decided to go, whether I agree with that or not. Yeah, he did what he was needed. was so good mm. in in playing that role. I thought yeah. it was so sad to see the X-Men going through real human like problems and struggles. Because like, you don't picture Professor X growing old and having mm-hmm. dementia or whatever was up with him. But like every time he would have a seizure, the whole world would kind of stop and be frozen until he had his medicine. It was cool. Like the, like the music that they chose, the sound effect that they chose for that was awesome. Yeah, you felt like, like it, it was happening. It made to you. me yeah. like go. It puts you on edge. Maybe that's why I was having an anxiety attack in the beginning yeah, of the movie. Yeah, totally. It was bad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did a good job nailing that. I think everything came across as uh, deep, intense. Uh, the the direction of it just was was great, like you said, Pete with with Patrick Stewart. I I loved it. I Those loved it. Those two guys are just so good together. I'm they glad. Are. I'm sort of glad that it was the two of them kind of wheeling each other out and the whole thing. Yeah, I'm glad that together. it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like I'm glad it wasn't. The end wasn't a, a big epic. I didn't want a big epic at yeah, all for this. You know, like I just I haven't read uh, Old Man Logan, but I'm gonna. You know, oh, like I, it was so funny how he kept referencing the, the comic book. The comic quarter of the stuff didn't mm-hmm. it, or happened or whatever yeah. his quote was. It was great. He changed so the story. I'm absolutely <laughs> gonna order my copy of Old Man Logan and read it now. And you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. So, yeah, totally. Uh, wrapping up. Any other final thoughts? Yeah. I. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I. Um, we didn't talk at all. One of the things that I absolutely loved about the movie was I thought that visually it was spectacular. I thought the cinematography was spectacular. I thought the special effects were really great. I thought the, uh, I particularly loved the uh, army of, you know, mechanical soldiers, the, um, with the, you know, missing their pieces parts. I thought that the the guy's hand was fantastic. I totally loved, yeah, I totally loved that, that he just like, you know, could, clip and the hand comes off like it's a connection for your weed whacker or whatever which is exactly the same thing they're doing with phil colson on agents of shield his hand you know has that kind of just click and it had fingertips on it oh like yeah fingerprints. It, was, it was that, that was, was totally totally well done and cool and the thing that i didn't like about this and and joe you'll disagree with me because it's your thing um the this is the end of the of the x-men I think. I think we're done with the X-Men. I think that that they're going to, uh, the producers of this are going to toss their eggs in the Deadpool uh, basket. 
Um, I didn't love Deadpool at all. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, it was an enjoyable film. But as far as a representation of the X verse, I didn't think it was that at all. So I think they they move on now to maybe this X Force uh, or Deadpool is going to be their thing. And I think that that the classic X Men are probably dead. I get the impression that Jennifer Lawrence doesn't want to reprise Mystique again. Uh, in it feels that, like the sort originals of re- are all gone. Yeah, I'm not sure I disagree with you on that at all. I I just don't, you know. Yeah. We agree that that's probably the direction. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it as a direction. Oh, oh, oh that's I got my you. that's yeah. my point. Is yeah. is the? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna probably see. Who knows? Because it's a troubled film. We're gonna see the Gambit film at some point in time, which is a which is an X uh, universe kind of thing. It sounds like it might be catching uh, some traction finally. We'll see. Yeah, that could so, change tomorrow. I mean, to, so to me, like the X Men are the X Men are the X Men, sure. and then when we move to the X Force or Deadpool. Neither of those things are are anywhere near as interesting to me, and uh, that's partially because you know I was growing up in the '70s and the X Men were were big in the '70s, you know. Um, and this new stuff, it wasn't so good, you know. It wasn't it didn't exist in the in the 1970s. So should we get some good X Men, some good Spider Man? If only we can get some good Fantastic Four. You're set. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this this new thing has a little bit of promise. I think we'll see. Only time will tell. Uh, Justin, you were going to bring up something. Yeah, I was just going to second what Pete was saying, that um, it's very interesting how uh, X-Men has seemed to go out not with a bang, but with a whimper. And I think that is that is more impactful because with, with what we've seen with Avengers, the, the big shows and spectacular things with cities destroying, and it's set in a desert. Like, it's just, it's quiet, and it just it just goes out. I agree. Quiet, except for that time where he beats the crap out of the truck. That was probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, <laughs> where he just goes nuts on the truck with the. <laughs> that was so low. It was very it was relatable so on totally my end. Logan. That's what I do when things don't work. You break I the like, mirror up. Yeah. <laughs> things don't, don't work. Things don't work. Chelsea. I get a shovel and I beat the crap out of it. Hopefully, my dad's not listening, but I learned that from my father at a young age. So, <laughs> but yeah. Dad, don't listen there. Shh, shh. Nothing happened. You hear nothing. I love you, Dad. <laughs> These are not Daddy the droids Tina. you're looking for. <laughs> but I think I would be content with the X-Men ending there because it was really good. It felt like closure. Yes. I would be okay like if they... Because now I'm afraid they're going to ruin it right. if they keep doing stuff. I would prefer they... I, I didn't see Deadpool because I didn't really want to. It didn't seem like my type of movie. <laughs> I was just told that it's not it's so not. Yeah. I won't I, I loved Deadpool. I mean, it, it's not for everybody, that's for sure. It was one of my fa- it was probably my favorite movie last year that wasn't Rogue One, but you know. It no, doesn't I liked it. Star Wars but it is, wasn't you know, it didn't make my, my top films list at all. I mean I enjoyed it. Yeah, but Logan made it to like into my top ten probably of films because Ever? Well, just recently. Okay. Not ever. I mean, like, one of my favorite movies is The Emperor's New Groove. Yes! Me but, too, man. Because um, Yzma is the best. But, um, but I think just, like, lately, movies that have been coming out, this was so good because it was raw and it was real. And mm-hmm. I think I relate really well to that because I'm a very real person. So you are the realist. It was real yeah. people with fake powers. But real people with fake powers, but so whatever. real. Yeah. That was exactly you know what this. You know what this was, too, is this... <laughs> this um, Hugh Jackman's a great actor. 
Huge Ekman. And this absolutely allowed him to flex his acting muscles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Huge Jacked Man. <laughs> Tell me that's not what he was going for. <laughs> Can we cut her mic? <laughs> She's over there like what pun is next? <laughs> yeah. So you know you know what I mean? Like Yes, like, I'm 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 yeah. when you're gotcha. when you're doing a superhero film, there's not a lot of room for good acting. Yeah. That's not what it's designed for. Does it, right. so. does anyone know if the, the director had changed? I don't I don't know who was directing all of these films, but I, f I feel Wasn't like this Mangold? This was Mangold. Yeah. Was he doing the other X-Men films? I don't know. I thought so. I, remember. I don't know. You know what? Well, I really original, shouldn't say that. The I don't original know. are Brian Singer. I see. Well, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I do feel like Huge Jacked Man really had an outlet to, to be the Logan he might have wanted to, to be, be a for a long time. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was uh, there was a, there was a lot of power in the story of those two. Very, you know, you, you could put uh, Jackman in any... Shakespearean drama, and he'd be fantastic at it. And then there was the opportunity to do that size acting. He, he was in Night at the Museum three. I didn't know there was a three. There was a third one. It's not technically three, but whatever it was called, it was Robin so, Williams' last film too. It was kind of sad, but it was they. That's why Jamie keeps saying Huge Ackman because that's what they called him in it. Like no he, they had a crush on him, like a bro crush, and they break in at one point. Into a play. He's in the middle of doing a Shakespearean in the middle of it, play. A Shakespeare play, which is hilarious that you said that. Well, I mean, the guy's done everything from from Huge you know Ackman. full full Broadway mm -hmm. musicals. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy can dance, the guy can sing, the guy can act. He's mm -hmm. he's got the whole package. He's got the whole mm -hmm. package. Yeah. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, true, that's though. none of my business. But. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah! Again, Dan, Please hope you're not listening. Please don't let any but of my students listen to this. Nope, 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 nope. His Mister uh, Her said, "That's Pete Herman." No <laughs> one can Pete listen Her. to this podcast. Chelsea's father and Pete's students stay away. <laughs> Which are like a number in the thousands now. <laughs> right. Seriously, remember that time you said that Hugh had a great package? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said what? This is why we have code names. I'm Tuna. No one knows who I really am. Yeah, nobody. Nobody knows. Anyway, uh, we loved X-Men for the most part. Well, liked. Maybe love is a strong word. Uh, if I'm looking to my right, which is where Pete is, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle. What do you mean, what is the matter with me? You were, you were dropped on your head as a youth. I was clearly. not dropped on my head. I just have a big head, clearly. See my five head? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> we'll wrap up with that. Jamie, where can we find you on Twitter? If it's not Jimbo, I don't know what we're doing here. I am at Jamie Lynn Leroy. Oh, my gosh. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, at underscore. I'll change uh, it to geek underscore Jimbo 11 today. <laughs> Is that what Maggie says? Maybe. Oh, yeah. That's, that's okay. Why. I was like, why did I say 11? Yeah. You, okay, one of my favorite Twitter handles, Chelsea. I am at Chelly Chingston. Love it. it. Just rolls right off the tongue. Justin, are you on Twitter? Negative. You won't find me. So don't look for me. <laughs> look, FBI, but you'll NSA. Never find don't, him. You won't. Well, what we'll the hell? We find man. you. We just have to, you know, turn on your toaster. Yeah, we you can, make you fake ones for telegram. everybody. So don't worry. We'll make one. Pete. Uh, at I never complimented Hughes package. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> <laughs> at Peter. That's so weird. He's right here. <laughs> Found it. Uh, I'm at Josiah D. Leroy. <laughs> uh, so 
you can find all of our content at thegeekiverse.com for our social media get in the conversation we'd love to talk to you uh, facebook.com slash thegeekiverse twitter and instagram we're at the underscore geekiverse everywhere Justin can't be found uh, youtube.com you can watch is his name actually even Justin we don't even know it's Patrick I don't know he doesn't even know. <laughs> He's not sure. <laughs> Turn on his toaster. It's Mr. It's at Mr. Tuna. Uh, but yeah, YouTube.com slash The Geekiverse for a lot of video content. Right now, our, our big thing is Beauty and the Beast and Disney. That is coming out this week. Pretty excited about that. So you can catch the ladies chatting about that and which uh, <laughs> <laughs> which which actor the they, they you know want to see on screen the most. That was the <laughs> wasn't close enough to the loincloth. Loincloth. Things got really weird as they are now, but uh, worth a watch anyway. Worth a watch right now. Also, would be remiss if I didn't say Geek Madness. Right, Pete. Right. Go vote. Right, go vote every day from now till about the first week in April. Please go vote. You don't have to be registered. It doesn't cost you a thing. Just show up. The polls are right in the article. You can just click, 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 and the uh, the Winners of Geek Madness are decided by your vote, so please get out there and vote. There are prizes. That's awesome. Our friends from Oogie Games have given us some prizes to give away. Uh, it's basically March Madness, but for geeks, and we pit all of our your favorite characters against each other. So we've got Marvel, DC, Star Wars, Star Trek, you name it. They're all in there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I call Groot going all the way to the end. And you can vote multiple times. You can vote you can once vote. a day yes. for four days after uh, it's up posted. So- what Is were, that right? Were we doing four or five days for each round? Yes. Yep. Okay. Got it. Because that's what, <laughs> yeah. The first the first round was the first round is almost over. By yep. the time this is up, that'll it be over. Be, it'll be, be over. Yep. So we'll be into round two, and you can uh, just just go to the Geekiverse site, and uh, there'll be a post there that you can you can do your voting on, or you can uh, on we're we're tweeting and Facebooking yep. it all the time, so you can just go to any one of our. Uh, social media platforms and you'll be able to vote. That is correct. And uh, last last thing here, obviously you're listening to this podcast somehow, but you can subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, we recommend uh, that you listen to it there. Subscribe, give us uh, a rating, comment on it. Um, if you like it or don't like it, it will help us either way and we would appreciate that very much. Uh, so for Jamie slash Jimbo, Chelly slash Tuna. Yeah, I was going to go Tina. That would have been wrong. Justin... Just Justin. Like share. And Pete, I am Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you soon.